We're back. It's episode three, part two of getting a little nasty, except this time we're getting a little distracted. We're getting a lot of distracted. We're just going to dive in. If you did not listen to last week's episode, stop this right fucking here. Go back, listen to getting a little nasty. Everything here will make sense, kind of. I do want to warn you, there are a couple parts that get a little loud. I have done my best to edit them to make them not so loud, but me and Jack find ourselves absolutely hilarious, and so there's a couple parts where we're laughing and the sound gets a little loud, but I've I've done what I can with my, like, grade the C- editing skills. Also... Thank you guys for being on this podcasting journey with me. I am learning so much every single week. Like, I learned how what Amplify does and how to take amplifications down this week and spent seven hours taking them down in this episode. Um, other than that, like, I just wanted to say thank you again. Like, your continued support is fueling my soul right now. Like, I can't even begin to explain to you what that means to me that so many people are listening and not just girls but there are like guys who are messaging me like oh my gosh Quinlan this is really good like you're gonna take this somewhere like oh it's so exciting okay that's it I just want to say thank you and that I love you and that your support means everything to me and you are the best people in the entire world okay okay let's just dive face first into this okay brace yourselves <laughs> we've been very serious for a while so I feel like we need to to make some people laugh a little bit because now they're like all in their feels probably like oh, am I am I manifesting the right way I am not living in my power like everybody's emotional like right now so we're in the gym today and we start talking about threesomes <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> okay so we're we're doing hack squats which are my new like favorite oh that made me think of something I'm not gonna say it live we're doing <laughs> We're doing hack squats. I it was my first time and I loved them. So I just wish it would let me go deeper. Yeah, same. There's like a there's <laughs> definitely like a joke and a sexual innuendo there, but we'll just keep we'll going. pretend that there wasn't. Um, so the the hack squat machine is apparently made for people taller than a five. I'm five five. I'm five five as okay, well. Okay, so it's definitely made for at least five six. <laughs> We're not was, there yeah, yet. Yeah, it was definitely missing by like um, a solid inch. Well, you know, we've been lied to about inches our entire life. So, I know. um, so I was like, I was we had it was banded hack squats. So we did the first couple sets, empty sled, um, no band, and then we added a little bit of weight and then added the bands because it is a unique it was movement. A, it was a new experience for me. Um. And so I was like, you know, like you feel it in your like hamstrings because you have to like stop so that you don't bottom out, but then you like feel it in your ass cheeks too because like you're, you're using all of that like strength there. And then you feel it in your quads because like it's a squat. It's like, it's like a threesome, you know? And we both stop and we're like, (laughs) oh my God. And then we just start busting up laughing because like people who do hack squats get it. They're like, oh God, yeah, she's right. It's definitely like a threesome. Mm -hmm. People who don't are like what the fuck? I was like, you're just getting it from every angle. (laughs) Exactly. And, but you are, like, that's the thing. So Mm -hmm. I told my coach, I was like, my ass has probably grown a solid inch from doing hack squats. And I was like, you're never allowed to take these away from me. I'm in love with, it's like a toxic relationship. I loved it. It's a toxic threesome. There's this, ooh. Toxic threesome because it hurts oh so good. And then it's like, you're on fire and you're like breathing heavy and there's all kinds of noises but at the end you're like damn I'm like (laughs) blushing right now (laughs) so if you ever wanted to know what a hack squat's like that that's what it's like it's like a toxic threesome Mm -hmm. oh god you put the so the thing is like you have to I feel like a lot of people Especially who have a decent following base on Instagram or social media get into this, like, seriousness of, like, all training sessions or blah, 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 blah. Oh, I'm going to war. I'm going to war. <laughs> I feel the masculinity. Um, 
But I don't like that 20... There are some training sessions I have to go in, and, like, you have to be super serious, and, like, especially if you're in a meat prep, but it's also... Well, I, got, I gotta get my mind right when she gives me numbers that, like, scare the shit out of me. Yeah. I gotta... I or get, like, like, zen. I have to, like, go into myself. Jack is like, oh, that wasn't a nine. So, okay, for instance, so we're... I'm running. I'm at the end of a beltless block. Jack is at the start of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hey, you know what the ending's like? No, dude. <laughs> you find a beltless nine, which is not a ten. It's not a max out. We I, are not being assholes. I have trouble finding a nine. <sighs> nine and ten are just so, like... <sighs> and here's the thing is, like, that two and a half can make the difference in a nine or a ten. Yeah. So, two and a half pounds. That two and a half well, pounds. <laughs> Two and a half inches. Well, and here's the thing is that I struggle because I have this little devil Mm -hmm. named the saboteur (laughs) who's like, ah, that's easy. You totally got, like, I don't know. You were mine today. I don't know who he thinks I am, but he, he thinks I can do things that it's like, no fucking way. Or he may sure three count, a 10 count. (sighs) Right? That man is the slowest fucking counter I've ever Uh, One. Two, and we're sitting. I'm like, oh my god. Oh yeah, three. I'm gonna murder you. Although he counted my tempos this past week, and he did, he did much better. I think that he's like scared now, and so like he knows (laughs) this whole team of women is women are gonna show up and be like, oh, we heard you can't count right, buddy. We heard you count Mississippi, (laughs) Mississippi. Um, we get on tangents. Do we? Um. So let's. Let's talk about, you guys wanted me to talk about true crime, right? Let's talk about the fact that I was watching this documentary, and I don't know, like, if I can say the name of it, because it's a movie and a documentary, and I'm, like, not trying to get in trouble for copyright. I probably could, but, like... No, you're not, like, claiming putting it. a okay. clip on. So there's this documentary, and it's now a movie on HBO Max. If you watch the movie, be careful. It is very graphic and it is not for all stomachs and audiences like real graphic like they're showing you images from the crime scene like from the crime scene and even the like the reenactment images are rough um so that like trigger warning it is very graphic um so they're they're talking about this woman dies from falling down a staircase and they're trying to figure out how did the husband push her did they had been drinking now is this the husband whose first wife had also died in the same way i think so like come the no i don't think she died in the same way but she like mysteriously died are you sure it wasn't a staircase fall it may have been I mean, I haven't seen the documentary or the movie, so I'm just talking out of my ass right now. I don't... Well, now I'm questioning myself. Okay, so anyways. It's so like, pause the podcast. We're going to go Google this We're going to go watch the documentary. Um, Give us a minute. No, I'm just kidding. So they're talking... So, okay, let me just say, dumb things I'm afraid of. Birds. If you like birds, I don't trust you. We're not friends. I don't like you. Birds are weird, and I don't think that they're real, okay? Like, they're not real. Nobody decided <laughs> that putting... God did not go. Okay, I think I'm going to give this terrifying thing wings and the ability to fly, okay? Talons and a sharp Talons beak. and a sh- No. God did not. No. Mm. So... I don't... Here's the thing. Like, I, I am not afraid of birds in terms of, like, they can... I can be, like, bird-adjacent, and be fine. No. But if I'm if I'm in a in an enclosed space and it's stuck and it's like trying to get out like in a vestibule or something, yeah, I don't want to be around that. Okay, well, you know what? Did you know that owls can kill you? Okay? Shut the fuck up. No. Yeah, I'm not ever going to be bird adjacent with bird an owl. <laughs> so they attack you from behind and try to pick the blood vessels out of your neck. Now, how do you know this? Because the documentary said so, okay? So it has to be true. We believe everything that we see on documentaries. Duh. But they're like, so one of the theories that these detectives come up with is that an owl flew into the house and attacked her. And it either, like, the blunt force, an owl can, there's no way an owl can give you blunt force trauma. But it, like, was trying to attack her. I mean, that would be, like, a fat-ass owl. A fat-ass owl. I don't know, maybe these... Wherever they live, have some big-ass owls. I don't know. But now I have a new fucking fear. I already didn't like birds to begin with. Like, 
you're gonna now start, you're gonna start going to bed with like a cone not like necessarily bed but like <laughs> i feel like i need a back of my neck shield like Protect you know how neck. like when covid started and everybody like wore those like face shields or like mm-hmm. the ones that like just you're gonna covered, turn it around i'm just gonna like take it apart and like reattach mm-hmm. it in a way that i can like attach it to the back of my neck so at least i have like some kind of chance against owls now <laughs> <laughs> so so we're like on our way home we're totally talking about something else i'm pretty sure we're talking about boys men not boys men we were talking about men and i this owl flies out in front of my car for the record it was not an owl it was a hawk okay it go but on. it looked like it was colored like an owl mm-hmm. and i wanted to pee in that very moment and i was like interrupt jack in the middle of her story which adhd does that to you and i'm like did you owls can kill you <laughs> And she's like, wait. I'm like, what the fuck? And so then I have to go into this tangent about, like, how I'm afraid of birds. I don't think pigeons are real at all. I think they're, like, spy cameras or something. I I don't. They're so cute, though. They are. No. Okay, but have you... With their eyes that are like... No. No, They're so cute. They're so fat. Not all pigeons are fat. I think you're thinking of doves. Pigeons are ugly as hell. Well, I don't know. You know what? To be truthful, I, I'm not sure that I know exactly the difference, but I'm pretty sure I'm thinking of pigeons. They're, no, I guarantee you're thinking of dove because they've got like flat, fluff, fluff, it's fine. I can't say it. Oh my God. Flat, fluffy. Shut up. Fat, fluffy little little bodies. And they're these like, like I might be able to like stand next to a dove and be okay. What if they want to peck my eyes out though? Dude, do not watch Hitchcock's birds. That's all I've got to say. Why would this. I watch? Okay, so there was what was the movie? Because if you're traumatized now, I'll never walk outside again. Ever. You'll never. You know. What is the movie? It's not super old where they like have to wear like the coverings over their eyes. Oh, I didn't watch that. I can't think of I, it. Isn't that like Jennifer? No, not Jennifer. <laughs> no, Sandra Bullock. Here's the thing. Why did I, I don't know. I am not like socially relevant. Like I don't know in like a nice way. Did to you say watch that Tiger King? I, dude, I did not enjoy it. I watched like one episode and I'm like, all right, I'm done. Oh my gosh, that is the most, let's not get on that tangent either. We can't. Okay, listen, I gotta take this eyelash off. <laughs> they're new and they're not broken and they're actually driving my eyes insane. We're gonna take this moment for me to do an in-podcast commercial where I'm plugging <laughs> that you should start using a lash growth serum. <laughs> lash growth serum. Okay, I feel much better. That was stabbing my eye all day. I was like in the gym, like, why are these bothering me so bad? I love fake eyelashes. I do too. I love them, and I think that they're so cool, and I I love the way they look. I do not leave the house without fake eyelashes and my fake eyebrows. Because mama ain't got no eyebrows. I'm telling you, just grow your own eyelashes. I thought you were going to say grow your own eyebrows, and I was like, you know what? You are. You have eyebrows. I do, but they grow. They're very. So, like, I have pitch black hair my eyebrows are but what not... are you really you're not like, i couldn't tell you i honestly could you don't not. remember like it's probably some kind of like lighter i wouldn't say light brown but it's some kind of like brown color yeah but i have had highlights in my hair since seventh grade really i started highlighting my hair in seventh grade and it's the funniest so like my mom and my aunt at thanksgiving one year pulled my hair through a cap and highlighted it Oh, God, I remember cap highlights, and the frosting. I, they're coming back. Oh, God. Well, the 90s are back. That's and it's true. trippy for me, but. um, I just wear all black everything. So, but, so, where was I going with that? Your hair color. And your oh, eyebrows. my eyebrows. So, they're like, I mean, my hair color was not dark. It, it was like a light, like, mm-hmm. I hesitate to say light brown, but it was like a light, like, like ashy color. Mm-hmm. And that's what color my eyebrows are. Also, I've been on umpteen medications mm. since. And that always impacts hair. Yeah. So, like, I get, oh, I'm telling a, the deepest, darkest secret. <gasps> on the fucking second episode of Deadlifts and Daddy Issues, this, this is my issue, okay? I have one hair. <laughs> if, <laughs> in particularly. I would just like to note that she just pointed to the middle of her fucking forehead. <laughs> I have okay, so I've been on like umpteen. I have a list of health problems a mile long, okay, and I've been on umpteen medications for it. And one of them like stressed my body out really bad, and so like my leg hair grows in patches. And so I was like, oh no, that's just from deadlifting. Like I don't grow grow a lot of, and I'm like, no, I don't grow any hair there. Mm-hmm. Like 
shaving my legs does not take me a whole lot of time because there are random places that don't grow, like decent sized patches that don't grow hair. Along with that, I grow hair in the stupidest fucking places ever. So my eyebrow hair is a little bit more coarse than the rest of the hair on my body. And I get an eyebrow hair in the middle of my forehead. And I have to pluck it every three days. I'll see it like, you're judging me. I have to I am see not it. judging you. I'm saying that this is a universal <laughs> thing that most that people women. people get eyebrow hairs on the center of their Okay, not, not the eyebrow hair. But there's always like one rogue hair. My sister-in-law calls it her her wisdom hair and it's on the tip of her chin and she like. Well, I'm 25, so there's not a whole lot of wisdom here yet. Um, oh, I don't feel like I've girl. earned the no, title. No, you, you've lived a million lifetimes. Like, Thank there's plenty you. of wisdom there. ADHD for that. And th- that is a very, so I was at Jack's house one night and I, like, me, her, and Will had sat, we're sitting in the living room, which I think is my favorite, is like our after lift conversations. Yeah. And like, Will is fantastic. And so we're like all sitting there talking and Will was like, oh, so we were telling our friends about you. And like, we mean this in the most heartfelt way, but we were telling them how like, you're the girl that's lived a hundred lives mm-hmm. by, at the time I was 24. And he's like, by the time of 24. <laughs> but it, like, I changed jobs like every year because I'll get bored of one or or like I'll be like okay you guys aren't appreciating like all the hard work I'm putting into this so like deuces I can go find another job that does mm-hmm. or I'll just be miserable and I'll leave and so I've had like 20 jobs and <laughs> I am like so we both have ADHD but I am the complete opposite of that because I am I am a long-term girl like I I'm with the same man forever. Okay, no, I'm long term other aspects of my life. I was in my job for 12 years. Like, I do not move around. I like, I feel like I'm like the one of those fat pigeons, or I guess maybe it's a dove. It's a dove. You're and not a like, pigeon. It's like, mm, hunkering down in its nest. Like, I like to get cozy. No, because it's like, doves, I think, like, they only have one life partner. People are like, not these fucking birds again. <laughs> Listen, everybody... We need to invest in owl neck shields. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified of owls. I'm terrified of birds. I started a job, so in like February of one year, and then by like October, they had sh- completely, sh- so it was like COVID, mm-hmm. they had like completely shut down. And so, well, she retired. Mm-hmm. So like I only had that job for like eight months. So then like I had to go back to an old job because I had lost, oh, and then like I was working at a restaurant, but it like caught on fire. So... Oh, is the mysterious fire. Yeah, the mysterious fire that's the same thing has happened to now three restaurants in Salem. Arby's, though, Arby's got its shit together, and they were, like, back up and running. <laughs> they were like, uh-uh, we ain't losing business like this. Let's go. The other two have not. I think they're both, I know for a fact they're both still closed. Mm. But also, like, Arby's is owned corporately. These other two restaurants are, like, private, family-owned. Yeah, Um, But I worked at one for a long time. And, like, every time I needed extra money or I was, like, without a job, I went back to this, like, mom and pop cafe Mm -hmm. and I worked there. And they would be like, oh, you're back again. And I'd be like, yep, here I am. Quinnibees. Quinnibees. Well, I was not Quinnibee at the time, but I was. (laughs) You're always going to be Quinnibee, by the way. I feel like forever and ever and ever. Forever and ever. Because I almost changed my Instagram handle because Mm -hmm. um, a friend of mine called me Quinny with the quads. And I, which, no. my quads are not impressive. Can I just say that it really, really, like, oh God, I'm so old, but it really confuses me when people change their Instagram handles. I hate it. Because I'm, I don't know who you are anymore. Or like, dude, if it's a double whammy and they've changed their Instagram handle and their picture. I change my picture so much. I'm fucked. I change my picture so much. It'll last like three or four days and I'll be like, ew, I don't like this anymore. And I, it makes me, I don't have commitment issues, okay? But that makes me sound like I have commitment issues. I'll be like, it'll stay on there for like two or three days and I'll be like, ugh, no, next. That's and I don't. One. This does not spark joy. Yeah, like, I don't, um, I don't want to say, like, I don't take a lot of selfies. Like, I will for, like, an Instagram story, but I don't take, like, bomb-ass selfies that I would make a profile picture out of. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like a profile ha- picture has to be, like, that selfie. Like, and I also don't That's like tough. selfies where, like, that you, like, you can see your phone in it. Like, so oh, if someone, like, like, a reflection in yeah, the mirror. Yeah, like, if you, like, take a right, like, mirror. Right, right. 
I don't like those. Mm -hmm. So I don't want my phone in my profile picture on anything. Right. It is very... I don't actually think I can tell you of a time that any profile picture on any social media platform I have ever had has a phone in it. Like, it's a thing for me. You're like, this is just... If if your profile picture has a phone in it, I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to come at you. That's just my (laughs) personal preference. Like, I prefer tattoos over no tattoos. I prefer... Oh, another tangent we went on because I said tattoos and then it made me think of hand tattoos. And I was like, I should go into a segment about hand tattoos. (gasps) The science of hands. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, you need to tell everybody that I have like artistic hands. Okay, so Jack has like, um, her fingers are long and they're um, like n- not necessarily like skinny, but they're narrow. And she was talking about like... I believe the word you chose was delicate. Yes, they are. Like she has very delicate, like pretty hands and her ring fingers are longer than her pointer fingers, which means she's artistic. So if your ring finger is longer than your pointer finger... It means you have some kind of... She's looking at her hands again. It well, means I wasn't, you have... I wasn't... It is. You're right. You're right. You're, it is. On both hands. Yes. I told you. Yes. I dug myself... Part of ADHD is you get, like, fixations. Like, yes. hyper fixations. And one of my hyper fixations for a week... A week! Like, 56 pages deep into Google mm-hmm. was the science of people's hands. I used to know about the extinction of the... Uh, the kind of bananas in the 1950s. So, you know, that deep is, dives are... I feel like that's even more random than the hand. <laughs> I know. It's it's a problem. So I I deep dove into... She's very, very vivid. Like, she's paying lots of attention to... But so, like, the when she talks with her hands, it's very flowy and, like, almost like she's doing ballet. So she's, like, very... But she's talking about her wrists. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. it's because of the shape of your hands. And she was like, no, 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 no. I was talking about hand tattoos, particularly on males, and then she, like, we somehow got into, I don't even know, but... Well, I was doing my rose, and I said my little baby wrist. Oh, she's like, my little baby wrist, and I was like, oh, it's because you have artistic hands, and I was like, so, confession. (laughs) I dove into the deepest, darkest parts of the web and read about hand science, but I could, I could tell you a lot about you based on what your hands look like. (laughs) And that is ADHD, everybody. That's how it works. You hyperfixate on things that do not... What was I trying to... What did I keep saying earlier? I wasn't saying hyperfixate. Fixiate. I was saying asphyxiate. And I was like, that's definitely not the right word. That's not <laughs> where we go with that. Have you talked about everything that you want to talk about? Oh, gosh. I mean, here's the thing. It's like, I feel like I could I could talk about She'll this forever. She'll be back. Jack will be back. Oh, I know. So here's here's the other element. So not only how you talk to yourself matters, taking pictures matters, Okay. visibility matters. So, you know, I think people are like, well, okay, why do you have to post it? Why do you have to make it public? Um, and I don't think it. that's what everybody, that's not everybody's daddy issue. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, when you spend... <laughs> A good chunk of your life trying to be hidden, trying not to be right. seen. Um, part of healing for me was to say, fuck it, here I am. Yeah. And that has been huge for me. And I think it's not a coincidence that saying, fuck it, here I am, I'm visible and this is what I'm going through and this is what I'm, I'm trying to bring out in myself brought people to me who are just like me. Yeah. Um, so, you know, visibility matters. And also, can we just talk about, you know, everybody is so down on, you know, wanting outside validation, wanting attention. There's nothing fucking wrong with wanting Preach. attention. Oh my We're gosh, human yes. beings. I because here's the thing. Everybody deep down wants it. So why are we shaming There's it? nothing wrong there, with wanting attention. There's nothing wrong with it. I think people have a problem with attention seeking when it's obvious that the purpose of the attention is to try to fill something that isn't fillable with that. So like oh, it has a place. Good. It has a place 
And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. So, like, I just want to put that out there that, like, do it. Like, yeah. if it makes you feel good, it's just, it can't be everything to you. But, you know, for most people, I don't think it is. It's yeah. just, like, there's nothing wrong with putting yourself out there. No. And being seen and... It feels good to be seen. Yeah. Like... It feels great. Despite, like, gender or sexuality, like, it feels good to be seen. Yeah. By anybody. Like, not necessarily men, not necessarily women. Like, anybody. I I feel like I try to do it as... as I do. I do it as truthfully and genuinely as possible. Like, if I have a thought when I'm, like... Because I follow basically everybody who follows me. Right. If I have a thought about like, oh, they d- that looks great or they did a good job with that or damn, their ass looks great. Like I try to tell people that and give feedback because we really don't get a lot of feedback. No. And I think one reason is that it, it like makes you feel vulnerable, right? To put yourself out there, to right. tell someone that, you know, you thought they were attractive or whatever um, or that they were doing a good job. Like it. It almost makes you feel vulnerable, which yeah. feels silly. I always um, say I act like a thirsty man on Instagram when it comes to like, especially when it comes to women. Like oh, they'll yeah. post a selfie, and I'll be like, "Oh damn, baby girl! Like I see you." <laughs> I will go through my the, when I get up and I get on my phone in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's always like these hot chicks lifting, and like I know it's my favorite. I know my that is my Instagram feed. There are like there are a couple of guys like I'm close to in the power. I wouldn't say close to, but that I'm like associated with mm-hmm. in the powerlifting community. Um, I have probably two friends from around here that are guys that come up into my feed, but they don't ever post. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't ever really. It's like it, on the random day that they would post, I would see it. But ninety five percent of my content is strong ass bitches lifting mm-hmm. heavy shit. And so my favorite thing is when they, like, post a selfie. Wait, she doesn't ever post selfies. So then I go on there, and I am so obnoxious. I'm like, yes, mommy. Like, I see you, boo. Like, I get so – and I I think it was, like, two days ago, there were, like, five of them in a row. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, like, liking them and commenting them and, like, lighting them up. And I was like, yeah, I I look like a thirsty man on the internet right now, (laughs) but I don't – I don't care. Like, these people deserve to know that they – they're hot, and I am interested in more than just your lifting content. <laughs> Always be that person. I think it's important to like. I know. Like and you, and you do it. Giver, and if you're you do it take in a way. Be a giver. Yeah, that you, got, in you so just many gotta put that energy out there, and it it makes such a huge difference. Like seeing your, you know, seeing yourself through someone else's eyes in some way. Like, oh, you're so critical of yourself, and it's nice to get feedback that is like. Everything that I'm fixating on or that I don't like, it's like, oh, they don't, they don't even see, see it. They don't... I posted a very quick, like, boomerang the other day. Mm-hmm. No makeup on, half my eyebrows on, so like, my eyebrow tails aren't real. <laughs> Do you like in my, in my image is just one? There's no, one. it's like, so my eyebrow tails aren't real. Okay. I do, I really don't grow hair. Well, most people don't. That far down. So, like, I, I just had, like, this, like, mid section yeah my eyebrows were like mid I think that's what the kids say now they're like mid I don't I saw it on TikTok so I assume so um also let's just talk about Quinlan does not know how to TikTok dance I tried I do I tried to do the whole like in a minute I'm a whatever like Lizzo okay do you know that I don't even know what it is you're talking about okay well anyways I'm that out of touch I tried to do it Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. not coordinated enough I don't know how to do the hand part where they're all like I don't literally don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, good. Because it was embarrassing because I tried to do it and then I mm-hmm. watched it back and it was the cringiest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. So I will stick to stalking on TikTok, not posting. I, I just use it to edit my my like little funny videos because I cannot figure out how to make reels. Reels are so hard. Like, right? Okay. I can't do it. We're, we're over here. We got to go back over here. Okay. So I posted my mid-eyebrows. Oh, yes, I was like, yes. we're going to go down a TikTok rabbit hole. <laughs> Hang on. Okay, so I posted my mid-eyebrows. And one of my friends was like, I have never seen you post without makeup on. Mm-hmm. Please do it more. And I was like, yes. ew, what? Again, like, it takes practice. Yeah. It takes practice to show yourself over and over. And sometimes getting just that little bit of feedback... It's like this, okay, it's okay. Yeah. And you can continue and you can con- you can continue. And it was someone too that I like did not think really saw my content. Mm-hmm. But for this person to stop and be like, 
I mean, we yeah. I looked and I think we literally had like six messages between each other and it was like songs, like music because I'm a huge music person, so, like, we were, like, they would post something on their story, and I would, like, yeah. swipe up, and, like, the 100, like, it I was that kind of thing. across the board, people appreciate the real. Yeah. Like, don't have a heavy filter on you at all, all times. Don't edit your photos. Like, show me who you are. Yeah. Like, what's that rap song that's, like, show me something, no Photoshop. Okay, that's, it's, it's Kung Fu Kenny. You is it close. really yeah it's Kendrick okay but well, see I don't listen to that oh god that album just like oh fuck me some of so my good. some of my friends are gonna come at me after this episode and be like Quinlan you didn't know who sang rapped rap sang strapped rang it. <laughs> rang that song and I'll be like <laughs> I listen to like the villain era is very different from what I normally... So I have a villain era playlist on Spotify. Yes. And it's very like, girl, you don't need no nothing. <laughs> you are the baddest bitch around kind of music. Um, yeah. Which is very... I usually listen to heavy metal. And so... Which is like just not my thing. No. Poor Jack. So all of... <laughs> Although all I... Of last now prep, you're like... Your PR song... Um, all of... Anytime it got... Like... 95 percent 90 or heavier i played the exact same song over and over and over again but it worked every single time except for on the platform when i freaking because well, they didn't play your song that's true i should have been like i should have went over and been like hey who do i gotta show my feet to <laughs> my bare you're like toes walking up to this table i can tell you motherfuckers are feet people your feet people you want to see my feet play my song i'll send you pics later okay mm-hmm. I should have. I should have, like, whored out my feet. <laughs> Take it! I'm going to play Metalcore Manson on the, on the big speakers while I was deadlifting. Maybe I wouldn't have messed up so bad. Maybe I would have got 137 on bench press, finally. Oh, girl, you are way too hard on yourself. I, yeah. I mean, like, you're your own worst. What is that sound? It's an owl. Stop, because that's what I was thinking. I was like, why does that sound like an owl? Oh my god, it sounds like a hoo. hoo. I know, that's why I stopped. Multiple cars, and that got really loud. (laughs) Sorry, guys, if you have headphones in. I heard it. There's been dogs outside. There have been cars. Didn't say a thing. But I heard like, oh, and I was like, the owls. I know, I saw your eyes get all big. The owls know I'm talking shit about. My neck is in danger. Oh my god, I'm gonna troll you with this so hard. You have no idea. The whole internet, like Instagram, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get way more than 107 messages, and it's just gonna be like shit about owls and like <laughs> birds and like being. A, I hate birds. <laughs> Fuck birds, dude. I mean, have I have I rambled enough to to earn my two part series? I think I so. Like, well, what else do you want to know about me? I mean, I feel like you already know so much. I know. That's the... So that's the issue, like... And I also feel like if you follow me, then you know me already. Right. What are... We could... I feel like we should actually talk about, like, the hard parts of ADHD. Because I Mm. feel like... And maybe that's a little deep. So if we, like, get too far into it, we can always take it out. Yeah. But I feel... So something I got really frustrated with... So, okay, so let's go back. So, the last meet I was in was not my best meet ever. Yeah. Um, I got in, I got sick, essentially, um, the day of, and I was fighting for every single pound that yeah. day. Um, the right side of my body kept shutting down. I passed out deadlifting, mm-hmm. like, hit the floor. Shout out to the spotters that day at Indy City Barbell. <laughs> wow yeah okay because they also caught me failing a squat like caught me good yes and then deadlifts they caught me really well so like shout out to them for that but um so not my best meet mm-hmm. I come home and like post meet blues are a thing if you're an athlete you know like post blues post meet blues happen and sometimes it takes longer than just the week after the meet to come out of but on top of that like I feel like when you tell people you have ADHD, they're like, oh, they can't concentrate. Mm-hmm. It's like shiny, squirrel. Yeah. It pisses me off to no end when I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, when I've done something, like, mm-hmm. you know, I've started three different projects at once and I, like, go to apologize because sometimes, like, especially in a work environment that can 
yeah wreak havoc you know so like i go to apologize i have adhd and they're like oh you have like adh oh something shiny mm. i want to rear back and punch them right in the face and be like if that was all this was mm-hmm. i probably wouldn't be apologizing but it's not like it's so much more than just being distracted so like things that oh i'm gonna get really vulnerable do it girl ew i'm catching myself right now like i'm about to open up just do it um vulnerability is really hard for me so i i struggle when i'm like trying to say this so like the weeks we what we're like a month post post yeah like almost exactly yeah so um laundry piled up Mm -hmm. dishes piled up um it was hard for me to like i would go i would get up my morning routine was the exact same because i would literally get up like counting every minute like I was spending I had no spare time in the morning because I just couldn't get myself to get out of bed and then I would come home and I like I would go to work go lift and then I would come home and I instantly wanted to crawl right back into bed Mm -hmm. and I didn't I didn't want to do like anything like it I I didn't like even training the fact that you were still going to the gym and lifting is yeah like like and that was like, I was forcing myself. Like, I would drive to the gym. There was yeah. a Saturday. I actually posted on Instagram, like, how badly I was avoiding squatting. Mm. And it was a thing. Like, I was like, I can still turn around and go home. <laughs> I can call. I Like, my friends live in Centralia. So, I was like, I can call my friends. We can go do something else. Like, I don't mm-hmm. have to lift today. Mm-hmm. And I was like, get out of the car. Go inside. And mm-hmm. I posted that on social media to hold myself accountable because I was like, what am I going to do? Tell the world that I didn't squat today when I don't post my squat video later? Like, Mm -hmm. because there are people who will call you out for that. Yeah. Like, I had to heavily rely on literally everybody else in my life to, like, keep me going. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like like a depression thing almost, too, because everything starts to fall fall back and so I I guess I just want to bring awareness to the fact that it is not just over easily distracted Mm -hmm. we get overstimulated I okay so like and maybe this isn't an ADHD thing maybe it is the sound of people chewing with their mouths open (laughs) disgusts me to the point that I will stop eating Mm. like I have to like eating at a group like thing can yeah. be extremely difficult for me because the second that someone starts to do it and it's not just like one little well, mouth then that's noise like all you can hear. but yeah so then I yeah. like I get fixated on it and asphyxiated yeah asphyxiated <laughs> on it that's what I started to say and I tried to fix it and it didn't work I get stuck on it and that's all I can hear that's all I can think about that's all I can process and so can we just like in the stigma of saying like oh, she's just easily distracted. Yes, I'm easily distracted because my mind moves at 900,000 900, miles an hour, mm-hmm. 24-7, and behaviors that you might see as, like, erratic or lazy or mm-hmm. she can't, you know, like, it's so much more than just. Yeah. I definitely, like, growing up, um, you know, my brother has it, but his is that stereotypical boy Right. And he got flagged very, very early with it. And I just was, I'm just so smart. And I was better at masking. And um, and so I really, you know, I was quote unquote lazy and I was a dreamer and I had a messy backpack and I would forget to have things signed. And I always felt like I was playing catch up. And, you know, like, that's really fucking hard on your self-esteem and as you're forming this idea of who you are and you're building these these elements into it oh I'm lazy oh I'm forgetful oh I'm you know whatever like that shapes how you view yourself and I can say that um you know like again I'll come back to Will we got together so young but he is an incredible partner one I lucked out that he doesn't have it right so it creates a nice balance in the home Um, but he's so understanding and I think he didn't, he didn't used to explicitly say some of the coping strategies he's put in place to help move us along. Um, but like I'll send him and Pharaoh and Madeline, uh, we're joking about like when you have ADHD, the one thing you're good at focusing on is sending ADHD content. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. That's me and Jack's Instagram DMs. It's either something sexual or it's, or it's ADHD related. Yeah. 
Um, and so I like I'll send him videos, and he's like, "Oh yeah, like there was one about body doubling," and he's like, "Oh yeah, I've I've been doing that for years. Like if you're having trouble, I'll come and I'll sit with you while you do the task, and sometimes just having another person in the room helps me to do it." Right. Um, and that's just an example. But he's just so patient with me, and I think that's exceptionally healing in a way to have some of the challenges that you you face in terms of just being a functioning person with the expectations that are in place for how you're supposed to function. Right. Um, and meeting those expectations, it's really, really stressful, and it wears on you. And so having someone who sees those challenges but also doesn't pathologize them and just sees them as a part of who you are and it's like not a big deal and I feel that like having a partner that understands yeah he doesn't get angry with me it's incredible is a can be a make or break thing yeah and not just in the relationship but like in your own mind like Mm -hmm. oh it's it's so healing see them do things like that and like you know that they that they aren't like mad at you they aren't frustrated like it makes you feel oh like okay I'm okay yeah this is okay like yes this is who I am but like this person my partner still loves me regardless and that's mm-hmm. such a like safe feeling and I think so I got diagnosed like literally 2020 like right before COVID hit mm. and so got my diagnosis is well now you're not going to the doctor unless it's an absolute emergency mm-hmm. I did not get to go to the doctor until 2021. Mm-hmm. again so like f- I get this diagnosis there was no how do I process this there was no how severe is it like where am I at on the scale or spectrum I guess you would say like what are my that yeah like autism spectrum but no not the autism spectrum yeah. but like I mean everything's a spectrum right, right? like how what kind of ADHD is this like what yeah what type? like what does this mean it was like okay, we got your results back. Like, yes, mm-hmm. you're ADHD. We're going to send you to this doctor like, so that they can, ex- to me? so that they can explain this to you. And mm. I never got, so for a year I mm. lived like, okay, what does this mean? Like, what does it mean? Yeah. And then I look back at, I mean, I'm only 25. Was it a, did it feel like when you got that diagnosis, was it a relief? Did it feel like that's what's been going on? Or it did was, it feel it, it, I had to process it. Yeah. So, like, therapy, obviously. So, I am I see a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, As everyone and, should. Yeah. Ugh, 10 out of 10, get a therapist. Um, At some point in your life, please work on your bullshit. Yeah. Like, get a fucking therapist. Yeah. And so, everything went virtual. So, normally, I get to see her in person. And yeah. so, it went virtual. But I remember telling her, like, so, they diagnosed me with ADHD. So, she, like, got me the referral for this and everything and she was like yeah I was suspecting of it so like how do we feel about that and I was mm-hmm. like I got this last week and I still haven't processed mm-hmm. so like the process spot or like section of a diagnosis of, of the of that diagnosis was like a whole thing mm-hmm. like some days I was like oh my god that's what's been wrong these whole ye- like this whole mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. but then it went into so, like, does that mean I'm never going to function like everybody else does? Now, I'm at a point in Basically. my... Basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm at a point in my life where, like, ha fuckers, I don't function like the rest of you. <clears throat> like, I'm proud of that aspect of me. Yeah. And it does not bother me anymore to be like, oh, I have ADHD. Like, I'm not that, not that I'm proud of like, it, but... I, you know, like, and I don't know if it's... It's just different people. But, like, I don't tell people. I mean, I joke about it on my Instagram. Right. But, I mean, like, that's my Finsta. I mean, it's real. It's really me. But, like, nobody who I know in real life actually follows that account. So, I, I, like, I I don't go around talking about it. I don't think people are surprised to learn. Right. I think that's why I come across as kind of flighty or ditzy or flaky in person. I'm forgetful or I forget where my body is in space or, you know, so I think God, that it, is such a big one for me. I look like someone beat me with a ball bat. I'm like, where is that bruise? All from? the time because I'm just not aware of how much space I do take up. Mm-hmm. Okay, like today at the gym, I racked Ooh, myself with a freaking curl bar. Like, she's right in the knee. My knee out. <laughs> and she I'm Nancy oh, Kerrigan herself. Oh my gosh. Like, someone would be like, oh, it looks like you had a wild time. No, I did not. I did not have a wild time. It was not a good time either. Mm-hmm. I freaking hit my knees. 
there was plenty of space yeah. between where that barbell, like bicep curl, not barbell, but that bicep curl thing was, yeah. and the machine that we were using, mm-hmm. plenty of space right yeah, to the, the knee. It's that attention to detail. It's that awareness of of where you are in space. Like, you know, it's a, it's a challenge. The awareness of my own volume. Yeah. Volume regulation is another one. So I, and then, so I don't realize it until like 10 minutes after. And then I start realizing that, oh, You're like, not I'm every way louder than everybody else. Yeah, like not everybody's talking as loud as I am. Yeah. And so then I start to like try to quiet myself down. <laughs> and then I start to like try to talk like this. And then my friends will be like, Quinlan, what the fuck? Yeah. No, I can't hear you. What are you saying? And I was like, oh, well, I was being really loud earlier. And I mm-hmm. wasn't aware of it until like two seconds ago. So now I'm just trying to like shut myself up. And they're like, Huh? Mm-hmm. And I also feel like, so like I very openly talk about ADHD and I feel like that is a part of my process. I was still just about like, to say, I think that's part of your process. Sometimes you need to say it out loud. Yeah. Like, to hear it. Yeah. It's helping me accept that like that is a part of being Quinlan mm-hmm. is having ADHD. Mm-hmm. And so like with other diagnoses that I've gotten in the past, um, especially when it comes to like autoimmune and things like... I try to act like they didn't exist mm-hmm. for so... And I mean, I'm still... I'm like, uh, bitch, please. Yeah, I still try Talk to, about your fucking meat. I, yeah, um, that's a whole thing. So, but I, for a long time, mm-hmm. I tried to act like those weren't real. Yeah. Which actually ended up, like, worsening my case for a while because I was, like, not taking meds. I wasn't doing what I was supposed to to, like, take care of these different things that I had. Yeah that I have. I can't say had. I still have them. Mm-hmm. I'm still actually in like a huge flare up right now. And when I when I actually went to the doctor, finally got to go see them in 2021 and they were like, "Okay, this is this is the explanation." Mm-hmm. I just like took it and was like like planted across my chest yeah. and not like in a feel bad for me way, but like this is Quinny B. This yeah. is who she is and all of her glory and you're either going to love me or you're not. Yeah. And my favorite analogy my therapist has ever used with me, she's going to kill me for just saying that she used it with me, that she was the one. Okay, guys, it wasn't my therapist. It was a good friend of mine told me one time, I'm a whiskey drinker. I love Jack Daniels. I love tequila. Don't give it to me. I love Jack Daniels. And so she, I mean, this best friend of mine looks at me and goes, you know what? You're not everybody's cup of tea. And not everybody is going to be your favorite shot of whiskey. And that's really okay. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? Fuck yeah. So part of like like owning who I am is being like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what? I have ADHD. And some days it makes me really intolerable because... Because I can't get jack shit done. <laughs> I have to make multiple sticky notes and put them on my microwave. Hey, it worked. But okay. here's the thing about using Post-its is you cannot put them up too early because then they just fade in and they become part of the scenery. Yes. And they no longer are effective. That's true. Um, I did put, I had two, three Post-it notes for today. You had two on the microphone, or on the microwave. microwave. But the same two were in my car, so it was two. Yeah, yeah. Because my thought was, which we did exactly what I was afraid we were going to do... <laughs> Jack's friend bought one of my old belts and we rode to Dreamality together. Yeah. And so I was like, she's going to put that belt my in dumbass. my car. Well, I was, I went out to put it in my car, but I just, I put it in your car. Yeah. Okay. Well, we were going. I'm, yeah. I, I'm and an so idiot. I put a sticky note in my car. Yeah. That said, make sure belt is in Jack's car. Yeah. I forgot the S, but whatever. You know, shorthand. Yeah. It worked. So, but yeah, so yeah. the second I sit down in the car, like I get ready to put my seatbelt on and I looked, which actually taking my seatbelt back off made me forget to put my seatbelt back on. So like I, I literally had gotten in the driver's seat, started to buckle up, and then I was like, I looked at the sticky note and I was like, Jack, no, 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 go put the belt <laughs> in your car. Will is going to die at this. So Will messages me on Instagram and he's like, hey, what do I got to do to make sure, like, we get that belt in Jack's car? <laughs> oh, he compensates so well, And he? so I was like, okay, surely to the sweet Lord baby Jesus between the three of us. Mm-hmm. And I did. It's in Jack's car right now. Yeah. We did it. High five us. <laughs> I got... always love when, when men are like, God, you know, your husband is so lucky. And I'm like, I'm not sure he, <laughs> he would <laughs> Are you sure agree. about that? It is a whole lot of work. Yeah. Being married to me. It's, well, like, even being friends with me, like, listen, so, the people that work with me, so, like, it's the same three to four of us every single morning, and they will watch, (laughs) they will watch when they see me pull up, 
They will watch me get from my parking spot into the building to try to decide what kind of mood I am. Like, is she going to kick the door in today? Well, and moodiness and emotional dysregulation is a huge component. Right. Is she happy today? Yeah. Like, what's going on? And because I'm sick right now, on top of, Mm -hmm. like, going through that, that also really affects it. Yeah. And um, so they'll always, like, look and see, like, okay, what kind of mood (laughs) is she in today? Okay. We have successfully talked for two, technically two and a half hours. Are you serious? But my dumbass didn't fucking plug the mic in the first time. It's plugged in now. Oh. Can you yes. imagine we recorded oh my all God, two and I a half looked. hours and I didn't record any of it? You know what? I would have rolled you, with those you punches. Would've, you would have to stay the night. Like, I, I know. just, we would have gotten the air mattress out and been like, all right. Yes. Take three. Here we fucking go. Well, and I'd be like, did we talk about that already? Or Right. That- like, we've gotten to the point where, like, we've yeah. rambled for two hours. I feel like this episode was much more daddy issues than deadlift. <laughs> <laughs> but that tends to just, you know, here's the thing. As I used to be a therapist, so if I get that the chance. so much sense. To talk about these things, I like, I'm like a pig in shit, right? I'm like rolling in it. I love it. I listen I'm back on the bird thing I thought you said something about pigeon shit and I was like <laughs> why why are we talking about <laughs> let it be known Quinlan is deathly terrified of birds <laughs> Jack thank you for not just being a wonderful guest but my first you're very my very first, first guest. guest on deadlifts and daddy issues definitely hit the okay let's one more thing before we go yes so my and this is gonna lead into like another hour <laughs> this is gonna be a three part it's gonna it's going to be a threesome <laughs> oh my god <laughs> okay so we do need a threesome who would join us for a threesome i mean like you know for podcast <laughs> she, she's looking at me like what we go fuck yeah i was like listen I know a few people that would totally be down. Um, stay out of the DMs on that one. Um, my ex-therapist friend here. Yes. <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to ask this. On a scale of one to ten. Okay, you know me better than just this podcast, okay? Okay, I'm scared. Yes. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, I'm ready. How bad are the daddy issues? My daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Everything's a 10 out of 10. Oh my god, I fucking love you guys. That that's this is definitely a two-part episode. I think so. Because I don't think anybody is going to have the patience to listen to us ramble for two hours. No. I Um, think there's gonna just be like a separate pigeon episode. (laughs) That is it for this week. Do I release them on top of each other? Do I do like no. No. The second half is just its whole... Yeah, whole, it's okay. its own week. Next month. You've, like, worked two weeks in advance. That gives you so much time to plan. I... No, that's what I'm saying. Like, do I do, like, this... Because I'm really... What days am I releasing on? Fridays? Friday. So I do, like, this Friday and then next Friday? Or do I do, like, yeah. this Friday and then, like, make everybody wait and then release another one about pigeons, like, three Fridays from now? No, you do them consecutively. Okay, okay. See, this is the this is why I have Jack. Okay, for real this time. I love you guys so fucking much. Thank you once again for tuning in. I will see you badass bitches next week. Wait, wait, wait. Don't leave me yet. Hang on just one more second. Stay with me. I just wanted to say thank you again for coming back to listen to me and Jack. We're hilarious and this is what it's like to be around us 24-7, okay? Um, and she's coming back. We've already talked about it and that means that I either get to kidnap her for a whole Saturday again or I get to invade her house uh, for a whole Saturday again. So either way, it's going to be great. But have no fear, she will be back. She's my first guest ever, my first two-part guest ever, and she'll be my first returning guest ever. She, like, took my podcast guest virginity, like, all three. All three of them. She took them. You're welcome, Jack. (laughs) All right, guys. I will see you next week on another episode of Deadlifts and Daddy Issues. And until then, be the main fucking character. Live your best life. I'm here for you. I love you. I'll see you next week. Mwah.